Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me, Dorpa, Hamish. A dorper to you, sir. <laughs> and ahoy to me valet black nose. <laughs> Am I? <Okay>. What? <laughs> oh, we're types of koalas. Well, we're getting close. You re- that's actually a... Uh, it's oh, a bears. Are we bears? Wallabies? We... What are you? Oh, here we go. Merino. Oh, oh we're sheep. sheep. You are? We are sheep. Okay. A dorper, a South African breed of sheep. The valet Sturdy black, and rugged. Valet black nose, a German breed of sheep. And Merino's the Spanish breed, the sheep. And uh, obviously Merino, the only one we'd heard of, being the most coveted and finest of all the wool. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> but you can never, you can't tell which way they're going to fall, Ando. That's just the, that's, that's just the, that's, that's just true. the titles you get given. Another. Not picking too many valet black nose jumpers off the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love those socks. But yeah, valet black nose. <laughs> it's true, Jacko. Uh, hoy, hoy, so, uh, also uh, to Glenn. From the UK, who uh, used the very easy to use system at hamishnady.com to upload what he's been up to. Ahoy, boys. This is Glenn from the UK, member of the IPQW, the Internet Podcast Quality Watchdog. Uh, just wanted to drop you guys a quick note just to say that we're glad that you're back from the government mandated break. Uh, but we did want to raise two areas of concern since you've come back. Mm-hmm. First one is the levels of gusto seem to be a bit oh. down at the moment. Jack. Uh, the metrics show Jack has the most yep. gusto out of the what? three of you. <laughs> Hamish and Andy, I'm not sure if you're just a little bit rusty since the break but we look forward to you getting back to your original levels secondly there also seems to be a lot of fishing content that seems to have crept into the podcast we would recommend that you keep it to a minimum for the rest of the year just to bump that quality up a little bit more Uh, but lastly we also just wanted to end on a positive note and say episode 206 was a brilliant return to form and we look forward to seeing more of that through to the end of the year Thanks, guys. <laughs> all noted. Some disputed, but all noted. All noted. I do not think we are rusty. No. Um, dusty, no. if anything, yeah. for gusto. And <laughs> farting as often gets, as often gets uh, suspected on the show. But no, um, 206 all the way. I, I totally agree with that. No, Let's, we, and that's, that goes for listeners too. Listen to it the way you would listen to a 206 and us do it the way you do a 206. Um, good news for you, Jack. That's a nice bounce. Yeah, well, I mean, the stats don't lie, I guess. Well, it's not the stats. <laughs> well, it had an acronym. Uh, Haim, you said okay. you wanted the top of the show today. I think this will. I think this will. This is two hundred six quality. This will please uh, please people looking for gusto. <laughs> for a long time, we've talked about the Health Star system on Australian food, where we've got international listeners. But on um, on Australian food, uh, years ago, it just popped up. Some some foods are worth three stars. Some are worth five. Some are four. Started off with a quiz uh, back in the day. Mm. Who does the stars? We yeah. couldn't, we didn't know. And sometimes some products, they don't have any. Mm-hmm. They choose not to play. So it's not a law. You don't have to have the stars. Yep. Where do they come from? Why do you have them? Why would you have a low one? Questions swirled. Inconsistencies then began springing up everywhere in there. Yep. We, you know, famously the Sultana brand incident yes. with uh, exactly the same pack, exactly the same packaging, just different supermarkets. One's a four, one's a three and a half. And most recently... Yep. Um, the same packaging had two and a half stars on the lid and three stars on the body of the package. So 
the health rating stars, they're all over the shop. They don't know themselves. And we couldn't decode it. We couldn't figure out the algorithm. It's like trying to guess the Facebook algorithm. Yep. You're like, yeah, we have theories, but yeah. we don't have any sort of solid, anything solid to go on. We and I think f- it was like the, sorry to throw another analogy, no, no. but I think it was like the TV series Lost. They started out yeah. not knowing how they're going to finish yeah. it. They thought it was a feature. Yeah. Yeah. And so they now thought it was exciting for everyone. <laughs> and as consumers, we were hoping, oh, this is going to be a great reveal where we oh, find out yeah. what the health star means. Yeah, yeah we're like, oh, we never how Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll, all, it'll all come together at the end. Yeah, they don't know. So far, nothing. Then we heard whispers a couple of months ago of someone saying, hey, you know, I know you guys are trying to figure this out. Mm. I work within the bowels of the system. Mm. Something's coming out soon. That will answer everything. They did a did, did the yeah. whole yeah yeah yeah. We know there's confusion, but guess just just you wait. Yeah. Just wait until you see that what comes out. Mm. Finally, I came across it, Ando. Oh, it's out. Yeah, it was not. I thought it was going to be a press conference mm. where they did a bit of a gotcha, mm. but it wasn't. It was. It's an ad with a whole bunch of animated foods. Um, They've released their own ad, mingling and interacting with each other mm-hmm. in an attempt, I think, to make us go. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think they know. Okay, people are confused by this. Yes. Let's create some adorable food characters. Yes. Like dancing through the supermarket kind of arm in arm explaining the way the system works because for a long time, yeah. you know, the classic one for us was like, well, why is why is bubblegum flavoured milk four mm. or four a and a half stars? Yeah, a health star rating of four. Sour cream's over here at 0. 0.5. Yeah. Not seeing egg, sour cream all day, but I don't understand the system, mm. you know. And you're yeah. giving the illusion a high high stars gives the illusion of health. That's yep. what we've always worked on. Does the ad explain it? <laughs> let's play the ad. It's only 30 seconds long, so if you'll indulge us, mm-hmm. let's see. You don't need to know the pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, but just for so we can visualise it. What no, just it imagine right? a banana and a pack of chips dancing. <laughs> <laughs> The Health Star Rating lets you compare similar packaged food to make healthier choices. By comparing one product with another, the stars on the front of each show which is the healthier option. Always compare the stars on foods that are similar, not different. These ratings are applied using a strict calculation. When buying fresh and packaged foods, remember, the more stars, the healthier. Visit healthstarrating.gov.au. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra. So that answers the government. <laughs> so hang on, Can, that answers this... one of the hugest questions. So just to re-clarify that, yeah. they're saying only compare foods that are similar. We had heard this rumor. We didn't believe it. Remember, so, so they're saying only compare foods in the same category, packaged foods that you think are similar, and and it will tell you which is the healthier or the healthiest. Healthiest option when comparing. So if you're the healthiest chocolate, right. you can get five stars. Yeah. Not to be confused with being healthy. <laughs> yes. That's <laughs> you know such what I mean? a bad system. I can't believe they're saying yeah. this in the ad. <laughs> Who's the tallest person in the room but only go with kids under seven for this yeah. bit? Yeah. That's it. Hey, guys, I just won an award for being the tallest person. Mm. Wow, you must be really tall. I'm three foot five. <laughs> now I'm confused. Yes, sorry, tallest person when compared to other people in the room. Oh, you didn't say that. You gave the impression you're the tallest in the world. <laughs> I see what you mean. No, I'm not the tallest in the world. You were meant to guess. You can only compare me to other people. And you and and we don't. Even, they don't go. It'll be clear. Like there's no. there's sections of the supermarket within which we're all playing. It's left up to you to decide what's similar. So, so if you have a pack of chips, do you go, hmm, are you playing in the same 
sport as biscuits or are you guys a different yeah. event? So is five stars in the chips better than five in the biscuits or is it, could a three-star biscuit beat a five-star chip? So is there a sour, because we've, we've noted sour cream at, at half a star. Yep, yep. Is that mean that there's another sour cream in there at five stars or are they in a or tough Or are we talking category? dairy? Are they, yeah. Yeah, are we, are they with or, the yogurts and stuff? And they've left it, they don't say what the categories are. They no. just go, you could just go, well, what are the categories? Um, all cold food? Because <laughs> like, yeah. that's how I think of it when I shop. on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Aisle one? <laughs> you, you, it's left up to you to try and guess what the categories are. So I looked at this and went, all right. For, we understand, you know, you can if you work at the health star department, mm. it's probably just an absolute nightmare of red tape trying to keep everybody happy. I have made a sim. I've redone the ad for them, and I think it probably explains it a bit better, mm-hmm. and it's probably a bit more honest. Okay, you want to hear it? Yeah. The Health Star rating is designed to assist you in making healthy choices, but sometimes it's also a little bit of a prank. It's up to you to decide which. We've made it so it's not about absolute health, but that you have to compare foods that you think are in similar categories, but the stars remain as valuable across all foods. So four stars for bubblegum flavoured milk is not the same as four stars for frozen chips, and that's totally different than the four stars we use for dairy. So even though in the real world, four equals four, in our world, four does not equal the same four. It's pretty funny. (laughs) Then sometimes, You'll have something like yogurt, where the pot set is 4.5 stars. But a hint of vanilla bean on the same brand sends the rating crashing to 2.5. Yikes! So then you think, okay, maybe I'll just have Greek then. That's meant to be the healthiest of all the yogurts. But uh uh-oh, what's this? The Greek yogurt in the lineup chooses not to play. (laughs) Yeah, we forgot to tell you, sometimes some products just choose not to play. To keep you guessing. Gotcha! Then, of course, there are instances of the exact same product having different stars. Those are sort of our favourites. When are we going to stop? We don't know. We're having fun. We really hope you are too. So keep playing and good luck. Just like the real stars of the cosmos, the health stars contain many mysteries mankind may never know. Maybe it's better that way. Good night. <laughs> Works for me. That is more accurate. <laughs> like, it is, it is, I don't think that they've really cleared it up with the ad. And I think, they, I think they revealed what I wrote off as ridiculous. Yes. I was like, no, 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 it can't be just in the same category. Mm. Too many flaws. Mm. Nope. <laughs> they led with it. <laughs> That's like the feature. Hey, cake update, please. I mean, we've seen it on your, your Insta. It was a phenomenal, ep- amazing, uh, amazing we got cake. There. We got amazing the cake. cube, cube, and 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 shout out to. I had a lot of help on the cube yeah. um, from three D printing experts, my mm. brother in law, um, me as well. Shout out to me, like the whole team, <laughs> the whole team that got that three D cube together. Mm. But um, yeah, the Rubik's cube cake for my son this week was has been completed. It, it looked fantastic. Go to Haim's Instagram, just check oh. it out. But Haim, how was it received? That's I mean, this it, that's, that's the, the reception thing I, I didn't put up. The it all was worth it when so the point of this cake for those that aren't aware and didn't mm. see it the it was a a number nine that's pretty simple number nine out of cake coming out of the circle of a nine mm. was a bit of twenty mil wooden dowel mm. uh, that was wedged and glued into some uh, twenty mil MDF chipboard mm-hmm. bloody solid um, and then mounted on that was a Rubik's cube a giant Rubik's cube it was about twenty four centimeters per side um, the reason I'm giving it 
dimensions is I know them very intimately now. Um, no, but that, the that idea- helps. Last time we were just talking about it like as big as a head or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, 240 by 240 by 240 uh, yeah, right. is the cube. Yeah. Um, and the idea of that 3D printed internals on the plastic cube was then I built the cake into that, which is like um, 28 little cubelets. You then wrote, then it could rotate around. Mm. Um, so then it could be solved like a Rubik's cube. Now, in my head, it seemed very easy. It, before mm. doing the cake, I, it, I, I was just saying, I was like... Well, you had a good frame, didn't you? Got the frame. Got this is all just squares. This is just squares. I mean, this might be too easy, yeah. this cake, because it's just square assembly, just cubes and squares, baby. Yeah. The, the thing that I didn't realise is just it just really took a while. And, of course, you hit snags. Do you know what I actually think? And this, I'm not trying to put myself... I'm not trying to put myself on the same level here. But when, like, I look at... I, hit, I look at so many snags that I hit making the cake. Like mm. the things started falling apart at two in the morning. I had to go outside and into the cold night air to try and re-solidify the cake and had to cake it outside on the deck with the possums <laughs> pissing on me. And you just, these are all the things you don't expect to happen. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and then you're like, oh, actually this black icing is just getting everywhere and then that's getting on all the other little icing cubes. I, the thing that keeps going through my mind when I'm just trying to make a Rubik's Cube birthday cake is I go, how does, literally, how does anything complicated get made? Because this isn't really that complicated. Like, right. I was thinking about SpaceX a lot. And I was like, those guys, because <laughs> yeah. that's at the other end of the scale. I'm not saying me and SpaceX are doing the same thing, the but I'm just like. they've had to head outside <laughs> because the rocket was really hot. something similar. <laughs> the rocket was melting. Similar, mate. They would. You just, yeah. when you're boldly going into, uh, no one's yeah. ever made a cube cake before. Yeah. And Wouldn't when be you go into, uh, over there. Maybe it would be. Maybe a bandicoot. But they, <laughs> but they blow up, Haim. That's the thing. That's SpaceX exactly doesn't saying. get it right. And you did. And, <laughs> your words, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> now that is a great T-shirt. <laughs> SpaceX blow up. Doesn't, Sp- no, SpaceX doesn't get it right, and you did. <laughs> Jack Post to me. <laughs> how was it received? First, okay. a question we always ask, how yeah. much of the cube was eaten? Lo- all the corner pieces were carved off. Mm. Now they are heavy in sugar. The kids went absolutely mm. mental. And were they enjoyed? They were enjoyed. They really right. kids at them once you they realized they could solve and eat the cake. But I mean the highlight of the birthday was, you know, the, we were at like a kid's birthday venue, room packed full of nine year olds just chanting, solve the cake. Yep. Solve the cake. <laughs> and how and many so, twists was required to solve it? I scrambled it up so there's only a few twists required because I didn't want to scramble it so much no. that it was unsolvable. Yes. Because the, the other thing is sitting there for a couple of days yeah. as the kids Sonny's, Sonny's <laughs> slowly lose the voice of their chant. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in a cool room? The cake's melting. <laughs> so, but that's the thing. Unfair, though, because the cake's on a pole. The pole came up into the centre yes. bottom piece, centre white piece. So normally when you solve a cube, you can twist it around your hands. So it's hard to do when it's, like, locked into position. And big. That's getting too deep into the weeds on cubing tactics. Mm-hmm. But that's why I thought I'd make it a bit of an easier solve. Anyway, solve the cube. Huge cheer. Mm. Brought the house down. Then all the kids wanted to tear the cube apart. And that's what it was there for. Mm. That's that's when you're like, this has all been worth it, right? One thing I did love, though, this is, the, I, I feel like I've got to give a little shout out here. I would like to give a shout out to the listeners of the Hamish and Andy podcast mm. because, as we, 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 you and us three all know how much we love our listeners. Mm. There was a great moment on Instagram, right? Where I, the day before, had put up the, the, like a little video, like a reel going, okay, here's what we're going to try and do tomorrow night. Yep. In the comments, right, so I'm, I'm, I'm explaining, like, there was a picture of the cake and it was quite elaborate. 
in the comments, there's just a bloke that's like, huh, mate, what's wrong with going to bloody Woolies, getting a sponge, <laughs> and just chucking a handful of Maltesers on it, okay? Right? So you're trying to do a bit of like, this is too fancy. Yeah. First comment comes up going, and see, he's spelt Maltesers with an A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First comment comes up and goes, what's Maltesers? <laughs> and the next comment goes, and going, Maltesers? Never heard of them. Then the guy comes back and he goes, what are you talking about? They're those chocolate, the crunchy balls. You can get them from supermarkets. You can get them from the movies. Yeah. And everyone's like, what? Malt's heezers? They're like, they sound ridiculous. And this goes on and on and on. Then someone comes in and puts this guy up. He's like, he's like, how have you guys not heard of Malt's <laughs> Someone comes in there like, hang on, do you mean Maltesers? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're like, yeah, Maltesers. Like, oh, no, Maltesers. You, no you mean Maltesers. There's no A in Maltesers. And then he comes and goes, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Grammar police are here. Grammar police. <laughs> 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 this is so good. <laughs> this is 20 comments deep. <laughs> this poor bloke having no idea what's going on. <laughs> They keep coming through thick and fast, and I'm sure a lot of people only uh, listen to this podcast in an effort to gain superiority in social situations through listening and following the rules of power moves. I'd like to point out here before we jump in that we're discerning when we pick out the ones we read because some of them simply aren't power moves. And I'll give you an example just so people can compare what is one and what isn't one. I'll give you one that isn't. This came in from Jackson. Got a power move for you. When driving any road with a passenger you don't like, mention that you've seen a crash happen here and then proceed to crash your car. Mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> some are, yeah, some are just strange. Um, and some are just being aggressive. Yes. Uh, yeah, like, you know, hey, if you're, you know, if you're lining up for ice cream, push everyone else over. <laughs> exactly. That way you're the only person in the line standing. Not a power move. <laughs> Not a power move. <laughs> this one is, though, from Amy. An administrative-based power move only works if you're in a family. That's okay. When applying for the family Medicare card, place yourself at number one. Good. Place your infant child at number two and your toddler at number three and put your husband at four. <laughs> <laughs> I think my wife's actually done that to me. <laughs> I'm off the card. You're off the card? <laughs> I'm off the card. I'm on my own card. She's one, two, and three on the family card. And I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the kennel. I'm in a separate card. <laughs> Thank you, Amy. Um, she's got me a beauty. Uh, and this comes in from Ben. Mm-hmm. When at a festival and someone gets on your shoulders to get a better view, at some point then randomly turn around, leaving them facing the crowd <laughs> rather than the stage. <laughs> They'll be forced to sit there as the crowd stares up at them, wondering why they're facing the wrong way. <laughs> I really like that. <laughs> from Grace. When you see someone you know compliment their outfit, and say that you like it. When they come back with a thank you, say, yeah, but I love everything. (laughs) (laughs) Rough. Rough but good. Ando. Um, Power move. This comes in from Phil. When you're round at a friend's house for dinner, as soon as you finish eating, announce, excuse me, could I use the bathroom? They'll, of course, say yes. Then proceed to go and run yourself a lovely long bath. (laughs) (laughs) That's the bathroom. Yeah. 
This is from Holly. I think this does qualify as a car power, power move. Posted the car crash one earlier. If you're ever in the front seat of the car with a big group of people, give someone in the back control of the music. Okay. Then about 10 seconds in, turn the volume all the way down, essentially off and say that's enough of that. (laughs) (laughs) This is a goodie. From Zach. Could be used with your partner at home or a group of workmates. Okay. Head to your nearest sports store and purchase a captain's armband as used at most local (laughs) soccer clubs. Then proceed to wear around the house, allocating yourself the role of captain. If anyone questions this, simply pull out a pre-purchase red card and send them off. (laughs) (laughs) It's not something the captain can do, but that's all right. (laughs) And uh, due to the trust I've built up in the detective community over the years, blowing things wide open, looking into the health star situation... It pleases me to let you guys know that now like-minded detectives and seekers of truth come to me and um, request further investigation. And you know me, I'm never afraid to roll up the sleeves, even if it gets noses out of joint, Mm -hmm. which is a high sleeve roll up. Yes. You've rolled it right over your shoulders. (laughs) (laughs) You've gone up the neck and you've hit the nose. You know what I mean? I'm not afraid to do the legwork, Ando. No, legwork you're afraid of. (laughs) Oh, sorry, yes. Uh, Finger work. Uh, (laughs) Just sit on the computer. Are you across? I did see some. I remember talking to someone about this like at a dinner, like maybe last year, maybe the year before. The glitter conspiracy. No. No. The glitter conspiracy. This was big on TikTok like a year ago, maybe even a little bit more ago. But... It is there online. Here's the thing. It's about a glitter shortage in the world, right? So about a year ago, people go, hey, it's getting really hard to get glitter. Like, really? People are going, we don't, you know, there's supply issues. People are hoarding it. People are buying up big. The price is going through the roof. Then you look online, and this comes in from Josh, and he goes, mate, look into this. It became very popular late last year online. It's a worldwide, it's about a worldwide glitter shortage. It seems as though there's a health star-esque magnitude to this story. Mm. There have been accounts from people who supposedly work for glitter companies. They have info, but are too scared to share. Mm -hmm. A bit of deeper research indicates that one big company was buying up all the world's glitter. You know who that was? Harry Styles. (laughs) Plus, his fans. (laughs) (laughs) When they go to his his concerts, it's just the... I know, you remember it for a year because you can't can't get it off your skin. No, the US military was listed as the world's largest consumer of glitter, which did shock me. But then people were like, no, no, they might use it. They use it for... Glitter There was one theory online to to hit glitter bombs, glitter cannons, (laughs) distraction. (laughs) Why would they use it? They were saying they coat jets with it, like it's part of the stealth coating, which confuses me because it's an attention-seeking material, not traditionally used for camouflage Mm. unless you're in a field of unicorns. So they're like, look... Why, Josh is saying, what's the secret? This needs to be investigated. I trust your sleuthing experience. Did you, so, did you take on the case? I mean, this is a biggie. Took on the case the US and military. my first a, first stop, mm-hmm. not, not afraid to take on the US military, Ando. Well, you know me. Well, I think China are a bit afraid to take them on, so this is big yeah. that you are. Well, I think you've just got to step up and go, this is the line. Mm-hmm. And if you, there's something to be found out, I'll blow that whistle. Went to my old friend, one of my assistants, ChatGPT, and I said, is the US Army really the largest consumer of glitter? ChatGPT, as we all know, took no time in getting back to me. Mm-hmm. No, the US Army is not the largest consumer of glitter. This is a common myth that's been circulating on the internet for several years. <laughs> right. right. Okay. 
Um, I was like, okay. It says, whilst it's true that US Army has used glitter in the past for various purposes, including as a way to mark targets right. and to help identify explosives, makes sense. They are not a large consumer of glitter. Again, makes sense. Yeah. You just think of all the times you haven't seen glitter involved in military operations. Mm-hmm. Do you know who is the largest consumer of glitter in the world? Sorry. Appreciated this from Jack, uh, ChatGPT. Mm. The largest consumer of glitter in the world is the craft and hobby industry. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, whilst, I think you whilst in fact, I can't <laughs> classify that as a conspiracy because I feel like if we're on Family Feud, yeah, that would have been, been on the board. <laughs> top. In fact, I can't think of anything yeah. other than that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. that's the end of that one. Mm. Luckily... There was something else that right. caught my eye this week. So you cleaned up that one and you had yeah, enough Yeah, cleaned up. Time. They put a bow on that, not <laughs> yeah. a conspiracy. And you had enough time to follow up yes. another case. Well, I put aside all of Monday, 9 to 5, to mm-hmm. work on it. So I looked at the clock and I was like, okay, 20 past 9, mm-hmm. um, not done for the day yet. <laughs> Could we solve another mystery? Could I interest you guys before we go? And I know we just had lunch recently and mm-hmm. we might have, um, but what did you guys have for lunch? We both had Subway. Both at Subway. Oh, okay. Well, you, did you have onions on your Subway? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, to freshen your breath, could I interest you in a chewy draggy? What is a chewy draggy? You know what a chewy draggy is. I'm sure you've had many of them. Yeah. What? No, I don't know what it is. You don't know what a chewy draggy is? No. Oh, maybe you know it by the brand name Mentos. Mentos. <laughs> okay, I but know guess Mentos. what? This comes in, Ando, from mm. Peter Thomas. And I've got to say, mm. there is something in this. Okay. Peter Thomas, right, writes in and has gone, hey... I take great pleasure in when people offer me a Mentos, mm. I go, don't know what a Mentos is, but I know what a chewy dragon is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm reading this going wine. He goes, have a look on every single Mentos packet. Mm. Have a look at this. Every flavor in here, fruit, mm-hmm. mint, mm-hmm. the bag, the sticks. The technical mint is called a chewy draggy. What? <laughs> So what's what Mentos? It's just a collection of it's chewy It's the brand drag-y. name. It's the brand Oh, name. hang on. I know what you're saying. It's so, been there the whole time. It says Chewy Draggies. Mentos is the huge brand name. Chewy Draggies. Is, it's so <laughs> it's people, what? If you're looking it, at the it packet, is, it's this. Kind of, you're just like, this has been here the whole time, hiding in plain sight. It's so, to, to make it clear for everybody, it says yeah. Mentos along the the wrapper. Yeah, and we it, all know that sign. Then, then underneath it says Chewy, chewy Draggies, as in it's saying... These are That's mes- what these are. These, these are little Mentos white brand chewy, chewy draggies. So these little white things in here are mm. chewy draggies. Mm. Okay. Oh, yep. These are they're they're made by the well known company Mentos, mm. but, but they, they are, are they the only people making a chewy draggy. Or can you get say another company's chewy draggy? So if I well, said, if, if said, if someone said to me, "Hey, like like when you're ordering a gin and tonic." Yep. I'll go, I'll, I'll um, have a oh, chewy yeah. drag, draggy. I'll, I'll have go, a, a, what, what? a drag, a, well, yeah, a draggy and, and um, olives, thanks. Yeah, and they said, what kind of uh, draggy would you like? Oh, I only eat Mentos. <laughs> I only eat Mentos. <laughs> Mentos. Because as we all know, or perhaps this is just me having recently typed it into chat GPT, mm. a draggy is a small candy or confectionery product that's tr- typically small ball or pellet shape coated with a hard, shiny outer layer and a chewy inner centre. Would a, cool a mint, would a cool mint be Andy, a chewy Andy, I think drag-y? it might be. <laughs> I think that might be a draggy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to overuse the term now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it is a, it's kind of half a power move to mm. just go, chewy draggy, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> 
and then have a, a room full of idiots go, I don't know what that is. You absolutely do. Well, you what have you been calling them? What do you call them? You call them Mentos, do you? Because that's not. So what do you, I mean, do you put sauce on your on your sausages or do you just, do you, do you, do you call it master foods? I'll have a squirt of master foods. <laughs> I mean, some people probably do say that, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that one, Ham, we, sh- I mean, you should have used the blow it wide open sound effect. That is. I don't think there's a candy bar that's been untouched by us this year, to be mm. honest. And if, I think and, you and could if there go is, into- that, they'd be trembling in their boots. <laughs> there's <laughs> got to be one more out there. I mean, we've had time. Flake, Flake Luxury. Yeah. We've hit them all. Mm. Now we've got the mental, we've had Maltesers. Mm. Now we've got the Chili Draggies that have been blown wide open. <laughs> Who's next? I wonder. <laughs> because I, never, I feel like it's not over. <laughs> Guys, last week, um, Beck was away. We that love our partners. Been, that must have been sad for you. Oh, no. Of course we do. We love our partners. I do. Yeah, I do. Um, so is this, a, is this about how sad you were? <laughs> this is about there's times <laughs> when... You're heartbroken. You're the king of your own jungle again. <laughs> moments when you part, and you probably get it less because it, but I suppose you get it when, when the kids and the partner are away. You, you'd be back when you're like, oh my gosh, the house can run just exactly as I'd like it. Oh, to you, run. Can't, you can't believe the freedom you get. And you, you know, I had a, I had an, I had my first ever night at home mm. without children or wife in the house. Um, for the first time, I think almost since kids, I've had kids. You're kidding. And it was, it was like a, like what? a month ago. And I was what walking around do? going, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it actually felt so strange. How, was it just one I night? Still went, it was just one night. And yeah. it was still almost saying goodnight to them. It, like, you know, I was like, mm. it, it felt very weird. Like, yes. Because I've never, ever, ever gone to bed without visiting their rooms first. I think the one day, yeah, that would feel weird. But if you'd got three or four... A different Hamish would have come out. I think Zoe probably timed that right. To, to Water just... flies. <laughs> to come back and I'm covered in barbecue sauce and I've made a spear out of a rake. <laughs> so, look, I've enjoyed my time. Can't wait to have Beck back. But I've enjoyed my time. So much so that I thought I'd put it into song. Beck's away. So I can make the bed without the spray And when I leave the house I'm never late Oh, it can be great When Beck's away suddenly There's no online shopping deliveries No long debate about what to watch on TV It's two Netflix clicks for a sports documentary There's no cardboard boxes around for me to bin And the toothpaste is neatly squeezed from the bottom Becks away I can poo in the ensuite bathroom Oh, that's good. I can put on her bras and pretend to have boobs a beer before noon Cos Beck's away Yes, that would be fun. No more pooing in the kids' toilet. <laughs> no more the walk across to the other loo. Well, yeah, that's what, yeah, you've yeah. got... I, I've, we've got three toilets, mm. right? 
must be nice. It <laughs> must be very nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all right. Two are, two are outside Dunnies, one's a drop toilet, um, and one's a bucket under the sink, fellas. Still very interesting. Ooh, it sounds like four toilets then, actually. <laughs> wow. Oh, sink. Wow. Oh, got no room for an incinerator, but room for a bucket. Here's the problem, though. Mm. We've got the master, like our bedroom, the ensuite. Yeah, which you can not allowed to go in there. Not allowed to go in there because because be even if Zoe's not out, she could be home any minute. Yes. Right? And so that's always a punishment. That's always looming over my head. Yes. Then there's the one, like, near the entrance of the house. Oh, you can't, can't go in there that. no. because that's going to that's gonna cupcake whoever walks in. <laughs> so poor. That's going to gas whoever walks in. So get home after, you know, putting up some significant money for this house. Yeah. And that's okay. We're a team. We're a team. Yeah. But it does, never not lost on me that as, um, mass, you know, yeah. As not the king of the castle, really, no. because the king of the castle is always jammed in the kids' toilet, um, <laughs> just staring at a bath full of half dismembered My Little Ponies, and that's um, that's what that's where he gets to go. <laughs> uh, and uh, mm. we've uh, we've brought um, podcast Mike into the studio. Who welcome, Mike? Helps hey guys, us out. Thanks again, Mikey, Mike. Sorry, a um, bit of behind-the-scenes excitement because, um, Mike, you were sharing a microphone over there with Ando just because there's a bit of a lack of them today. Yeah. Mike goes, oh, sure I'm all right to be this close. Andy, quick as a flash, seamlessly, didn't miss a beat. No. Could have had a metronome on the conversation. <laughs> He's coming right on the one. Andy goes, don't worry, mate, I've had a chewy dragon. <laughs> So we've, Jack and I lost it. We've used it in a while. We've already used it. It's got, it's off to an absolute flyer. (laughs) So huge. So just, I just had to explain that because people would be like, gee, what happens after the bell and before the next bit? They've come back on absolutely bursting with gusto. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've seen a live use of Chewy Draggy. Well done, Ando, uh, opening the account. <laughs> Thank you. No, it felt natural as well. It, it came off you naturally. Didn't stutter. Yeah. Look forward to uh, seeing the tally next week, <laughs> seeing how we've used it out and about. Now, Mikey, Mike, I wanted to get you in here because uh, it's time for one of everyone's favourite segments, Generous Haim. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this is the part of the show where Haim is very Marshy's, generous. Marshy did tell me that, he, hey, I've got the music for Generous Haim. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Is there music that you need? Uh, well, no, I mean, I'd happily do an opener, but right. it'd be something no, but like it. He just said, I've got, he, he said it's already in the system. Is there anything? Is it? There? Oh, there's something called tra- uh, Trade Fanfare. Does it sound like a famous name? Sure. I, um, I don't remember asking for that, but maybe I suck. Maybe I sarcastically said, I'm sure it'll just be fanfare and Marsh, you're such a pro. That's what you did say yeah. in the meeting. Yeah, I think you I said, did. I said, well, you said you wanted to do a segment and we said you didn't need anything, so I'll just be the usual fan. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So he's put it in. Good on you, Marsh. Well, keep it handy, Jack, because part of Generous Haim is where I reveal an amazing gift given to a team member. Great. Now, Mike, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Japan. We're on family holiday. And I talked to you. I sent the team a message when I was mm. very excitedly at a place called the Pokemon Cafe in Tokyo. Have awesome. you been to that cafe, Mike? I haven't. I didn't know it existed till you it, sent that message. It's pretty new. Okay. You, I had to log on to Have the website. To yeah, I've been, to, I've been to Japan, yeah. Really? I and did. you missed it. Yeah, I missed it. I did I, go to that Pokemon Mega Center in Tokyo, which was cool. Yes. 
Yes. Um, You're confusing me with. Sorry, I'm there for my son. Just so <laughs> <laughs> sorry, this isn't a fan meetup. Funnily enough, I actually went with my dad, but I was an adult at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll love the Pokemon Cafe, Mike, because it's full of mics. <laughs> it's the most mics per capita I've ever seen. <laughs> I love the fact that you're turning to your dad, saying, "Can we have this, Dad? Maybe later on. I'm not sure if we're able to take it back to Australia." <laughs> well, here's the thing. Mike, okay. I, you know, my little boy is very keen to go on, of course, yep, no worries. Let's go to the Pokemon Cafe. You, to get a ticket, so there's the shop and the cafe next door, and to get a ticket to the cafe, you have to, like, get a booking. It, I had oh. to log onto the website exactly 30 days before we were there and ferociously, like, refresh, refresh, refresh to try and get it's a seating time. demand. Yeah, we got a we got a, a cheeky four ten p.m. lunch booking, mm. for the, <laughs> so nice and convenient to roll on in at four ten for our late lunch slash very early dinner. Anyway, we get in there, you go in, and you know all the food is Pokemon themed. Mike, like you love it. People are very excited to be there. That mm. they you sit down, they go, oh, you know, there could be you know Pikachu could come out mm. later, mm-hmm. and it's the real Pikachu, Mike. Um, <laughs> Big guy in a big suit that does a dance. And if, you, if you're sort of there at the right times, different Pokemons could bring your meal out as well and they, they, they do a little dance. Is there? A, uh, what, sorry, I feel like you've got a few questions you want to ask, Mike. No, sorry, he, go he, for he, it. Jumping a bit, but sorry, go, go yeah. one quick one just yeah, to get yeah, yeah. more idea of what goes on. Is there a second most famous Pokemon? So I, I only know Pikachu. Is no. there like... You know Charizard. Yeah, Charizard. Yeah, Charizard. Charizard probably, yeah, is probably the next biggest. Sorry, I asked. Sorry, I asked. <laughs> <laughs> don't, know don't, keep, don't keep asking for the ranking because there's like 600 of them. Right. Don't I go. know that last time you got me a gift on the show, it was a bobblehead of you that you thought looked like me, so you gave it to me instead and mm. pretended you got it made for me. Generous hand. <laughs> Oh, sorry, hey. Giving things away is the name of the game. <laughs> no, it's not a picture of me, Mike. Okay. I want to just paint the picture for you. It's important you know we're at the Pokemon Cafe. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to buy you one of the Pokeballs from the shop, like the plastic ball that has a soft toy in it. Mm-hmm. Would you have wanted one of those? Yeah, sure. I lo- Like okay. any merchandise, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I'll like put it somewhere. Okay. Well, I went to get one of those for my son. And a guy stopped me and goes, don't, don't do that. That's Gen 3. Don't you want a Gen 1 ball? And I was like, you've lost me, man. I don't know what I'm doing in here. Is that like the original, the original generation is Gen 1. And so, then Gen 3 oh, as is in the like, third generation. But are they the same characters in each generation? Every, well, no. Every generation there's like a new batch of Pokemon that Sorry, get I revealed. Asked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've never seen anyone ask more questions for a segment he's less involved in or interested in. So anyway, I didn't get you something from the shop, but I was thinking of you. So when we yeah. sit down to look at the ferociously overpriced menu at the Pokemon Cafe, yeah. um, like the burger looks like Pikachu and they put like little chips in its the bun to make it, you know. Oh. I, I'm going, what's something I can get here? That, like the food is not the greatest. But then they go, oh, if you get a caramel latte in a mug, you get to keep the cup. It comes with a collectible cup mm. from the Pokemon Cafe. So I go, all right, that's that's probably a pretty fun present for Mike. Um, yes, let me get this, like, $20 caramel latte or something. Anyway, comes out with our food. I drink the latte. It's, you know, it was, like, four, very strong coffee. So it was, like, 4.30 in the afternoon. So I was like, I've done a terrible thing here. I'm going to be up. That's late for me to have a coffee. Anyway, did it for you, Mikey. But at the end, like, 
it's all in Japanese too. Like the like you know, obviously it's Japan. So the waiters, unless you're specifically pointing to something, it's very hard to have a conversation or understand really what's going on. Mm. So I get my big kind of like it's one of those big bowl type cups, and it's shaped like a pokeball, right? Which are the things that they throw in Pokemon and like these red and white balls. Mm-hmm. So I go, well, there's no real instructions here on how you keep the cup. So I just wiped it down with like a few napkins mm. and chucked it in Zoe's handbag because I was like, well, it's, I'm pretty sure it said it was $20. So you, I, you're allowed to keep the cup, mm-hmm. right? Chuck it in Zoe's handbag. Then you go up to the front to check out. Like you take up your slip and it's like a, ro- like a ch- robotic chip or whatever. You give it to them. And then at checkout, they hand you like a vacuum sealed Pikachu mug. Oh, you got, oh. You got two. That's what they mean by if you yes. if you buy this drink, you will get a cup mm. at checkout. But by this stage, we'd already stolen mm. the other cup <laughs> from the restaurant. Higher, which one was a higher grade cup? Or are they the same cup? They were very different cups. Everyone got the Pikachu cup. Mm. No one gets the Pokeball cup because that's <laughs> the property of the cafe. But I stole it, Mike. And who did I steal it for? I stole it for you. Really? Oh, oh the fan. Oh, sorry, fanfare. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Oh, that yeah, is baby. Really cool. That's, yeah, and what does it is, say on the underneath? Uh, Pokemon Cafe. Of, yeah. Property of the Pokemon. <laughs> 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 so no one, game. you can't buy Gen- these. Can't buy those. Can only steal them. Oh now, wow! Yeah. To be to be fair, I was just so exhausted by that stage. So I looked at me. I went, I just. No one's, no one's going to get us. Just steal the cup. Let's just take two cups. Wow. Then back in the room, like, they, that's game. too... That's, <laughs> yeah. then, on, then as we tried to fly back to Australia, I was arrested. That's two ceramic mugs, right? Yeah. Like, think about packing, luggage space, weight issues. Mm. We already were travelling, like, we had a few weight issues with our luggage. I left the other mug, just so you know. As in the Pikachu one? Yeah, as in yeah, the, yeah, that's the one that everyone can get. Yeah. So I was like, mate, I'm not bringing two that. heavy mugs halfway around the world for Mike. <laughs> yeah. But still, the yeah, first yeah, one stands. Is. That's awesome. But I, I can already, I think it's broken. Did it break in transit? No, no that's no, it. That's no yours. Tra- that's that's it, all yeah. yours. Oh, that's... oh, right, right. Mike, this is generous aim. Oh, so this is just, that's it. There's that's no, because there's what, always. Do you know a, what generosity you know, means? No, you do, just giving, I'm giving freely. You. No, sneaky, that's entrapment aim. In a sneaky aim. I like you, but I think you're just sneaky sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome, Mike, because that is the end of the sentence. <laughs> that's awesome, wow. man. No, cheers, mate. I'm glad we covered off, covered off your true feelings. That's really a interesting, Mark. I mean, when Sandra arrives, no one goes, thanks, but you're normally a sneaky, sneaky man. Yeah, what's the catch, what's mate? The catch? Why are you distracting us in here with the sack? Are we stealing our car? That was cold, Mike. It was cold. As cold and as cool as the breath after a chewy draggy. No, that wasn't space. That wasn't a true one. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.